Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. He is the glorious God. If you can speak in tongues, lift up your voice and begin to sing. Just lift up your voice, begin to talk to him this morning. Instrumentalists keep on playing. Man, we worship my God. We honor you, we honor you, we honor you in this place. Oh, we honor you in this place. Be thou enthroned. Be thou enthroned. Be thou enthroned. Be thou enthroned. As we bow before your throne. We worship you, O God. Oh, we bow before your throne. You are a glorious Father, we bless your holy name. Your name is Alpha. Your name is Omega. From the beginning to the end. You change the Lord. We call. of your children, oh God. We say we bow before your throne. You are a glorious God. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Talk to him. Talk to the Lord about your situation. Talk to the Lord about your struggle. Talk to the Lord about your circumstance. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. My God, he changed not. Yes, Lord, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless you for who you are. We enthrone you in this place. Father, occupy the highest seat in the midst of your people. Let everything that has breath give him some worship this morning. He alone is the high and lifted up. Jehovah Elohim is his name. We bless your 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 name. Oh yes, Lord, we worship you, oh God. Oh yes, Lord. Holy Spirit. 
Spirit, Holy Spirit, fill up your chair and have your way. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you in this place. Thank you for your sweet presence. Thank you, O oh God, that you roll away our burdens. Release your children, O oh God. The Spirit of the Lord is moving all over this place. Yield yourself, yield yourself. Because when He comes to the room, sicknesses begin to give way. Demons begin to tremble. Have your own way. Have your own way. Have your way. Oh, have your way. Hey, have your way. Have your way. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill your chest. Fill your chest. acknowledge you in this place for they that are hungry receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit Feel us, feel us, feel us, feel us, feel us, feel us. Have your own way. Have your own way, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy God. Don't be a spectator, just. You will find him if you seek him. This morning there is a river that is flowing. Just enter that river. Holy Spirit. Yes. In the next five minutes, if you can speak in the spirit, you can speak in tongues. Lift up your voice. Begin to speak mysteries unto the Father. If you can speak in tongues, begin to speak in tongues. Oh, Have your own way, oh God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Fill your children. Fill us, we are hungry for more of you. Fill us, we are hungry for more of you. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. 
thank you for your presence. We yield ourselves before you this morning. Give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of your word. May the eyes of understanding be enlightened. May we behold wondrous things out of your law. Let the word, oh God, the word, oh God, for the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh that profit does nothing. You said the words that I speak to you, their spirit and their life. Let the spirit and the life of the word change us and transform us. We bless your name. One more time, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have your seat before God. Just move forward if there's an empty seat in front of you. Instrumentalists, just fill this part. Amen. Move forward. All, all those who are sitting in the back, please move forward. Amen. The Lord will bless us. Just move forward. Amen. I want you to turn to a brother or sister sitting by you. Tell them that I love it that I'm sitting by you. Amen. Please don't. Amen. Let's, let's sit around. Amen. Just powerfully and then gently. Hallelujah. Amen. If there's an empty spot in front of you, just move into it. Hallelujah. If there's an empty spot in front of you, just move into that spot. And the Lord, some people have made up their mind, I'm not moving. Please move into the empty spot. Amen. Is God good? How will you feel if you told the Lord to do something for you and the Lord is not hearing you? Begin to cry even more. Fill the spaces. Now look at a brother by you and give them a smile. Is that, is that book bag a human being? Is that backpack a human being? Then move it to the back. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? What a joy it is that we are in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm very excited to be here today. Amen. Not because it's my birthday. You see, you don't listen. I said not because it is my birthday. Ah, uh, you are the type of people that they put something on the WhatsApp. You don't read and you say amen. They put a message, you didn't read, you said, Amen. I am a, a techie man. Every time there is Thanksgiving, your pastor's birthday is around the corner. 24th November is very far away. So when you think about Thanksgiving, then my birthday is around the corner. It's either a day before that day or a day after. That is how it's, all, it's always said. One time, my wife had me work on a techie with all my strength that we are going to have a guest. Little did I know that I was working hard for my own self. <laughs> After that day, when I see Techie on Thanksgiving, I say, whoever is going to chew, we should come and help cook it. <laughs> what a shock. But God is a faithful God. Hallelujah. And I believe so strongly that Jehovah God 
is a good father. Amen. Amen. Are you still here or you have gone home? What a joy it is to be in the presence of God. Amen. I thank God so much. We started last week. Amen. We have a minister in our presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for him. Amen. At the appropriate time, I will have him come and talk to us. Just a brief amen. But most importantly, amen. Hallelujah. It's Reverend Benjamin Musa. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, please rise up. Amen. She is here with a wife, wonderful wife. Wave to them. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that it's a blessing all the way from Nigeria. Amen. Are the Nigerians in the house? Amen. Hallelujah. We are blessed to have many tribes here. Amen. And you also came with your daughter. Amen. Probably she's in the children's ministry. Amen. What a joy it is. So I believe that we'll give you the chance to, you know, just say something before you leave. But it's always a joy. Amen. When another minister visits. Amen. Hallelujah. Because what it is is that God always anoints his children. And just the mere fact that they have been obedient. There are so many churches they could have gone to. But just deciding to be here at such a point in time like this, it means that God means to bless you. Tell somebody, God wants to bless me. And I really have to be serious. Tell the person sitting by you, from now, leave me alone. Because the word is coming to me. If you disturb me, I'll move you to the back. Amen. What a joy. So last week we began to start, we started um, a faithful, you know, series, like series on being faithful. Hallelujah. And there are three times in our lives or throughout the life of a person that we are required to be faithful. You see, the God that we serve is a God that is faithful. Bible says that he changeth not. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If God should change, then when you became some way, he would not have loved you. Because when your husband became some way, that day you didn't give him food. Can I have an amen? amen? But the God that we serve, Bible says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So God does not change. And if as Christians we are following him, then we must also have that same character to be people that are constant. To be faithful means to be constant. To be faithful means to be loyal. To be faithful means that you are dependable. To be faithful means that you do not change when God blesses you. I always say that some of you, the Lord has not made you millionaires yet because the day you become a millionaire, you have one or two hundred businesses you must take care of on a Sunday morning. And as a result of that, you will put God behind. This morning, I was preaching a message to the French church. We learned a Greek word that is proton. Hallelujah. And we say proton means first things first. Anything that has to be done first. 
If it is not done first and it is done second, it loses its significance. Can I have an amen? amen? If something has to be done, you don't give birth to a child before you marry. When people see you, they look at you some way because you have reversed the order of things. Can I have an amen? amen. Are you still here? You don't start counting from 100 down. A child learns, first of all, what went to say? One, two, three, four. It is not easy for a child to go 10, 9, 8, what? 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It is not an easy task. So something that is first in order, something that is first in rank, the God that we serve, his attribute is that he is faithful. So when you become a child of God, one of the things that is required of you is that you remain faithful. And we saw in three areas. In Psalm 51 verse 5, it said that in sin did my mother conceive me, but yet you desire truth. Other versions say that, but you desire faithfulness. I said right at conception, God wants you to be faithful. The very day you were formed, hey, God wants you to be faithful. God wants you to be there. First things first. That is why in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, it tells us that you should seek ye first the kingdom of God is righteousness and all other things. First, proton. The first thing you must do is to seek God. And when I'm seeking God, one of the things I need as a Christian is to remain faithful. Can I have an Amen. Faithfulness is required from conception. Then 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2. He said, moreover, it is required in a steward that a man be found faithful. It means that as a steward is a caretaker. Everything that God has given to you, Mr. Weller, everything that God has given to you, God wants you to be faithful with it. Because on the judgment day, that is what I gave you this. What did you do with it? The one who got one talent. When he appeared before God said, what did you do with what I gave you? Be faithful in little. Be faithful in much. Those that are faithful in little, Bible says that much will be entrusted into their hands. The reason why you have not been promoted is the fact that you are not faithful when you were nobody. Can I have an amen? So faithfulness from conception. Faithfulness as you grow. As a steward, you desire. You, you, you say, it's required it's a requirement bro it is a requirement a requirement is a requirement if you don't meet a requirement you don't go further every Christian must be faithful sister you must be faithful no matter what it is you must be faithful in your pain you must be faithful you are not faithful until you are offended last time I was telling you the best time to leave this church is the, your happiest day in the church that's the time you must leave the church the day you are most happy that the church celebrated your birthday with you. They brought you so many gifts. If you should ever leave the church, it is that day you must leave. Because that is the day where you are going out not because you have been offended or not because somebody has done something to hurt your feelings, but you are walking out to join another church because God is asking you to go. Can I have an Amen. Then, Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. 
put it up quickly. Revelation chapter 2 verse 10. And the faithfulness is also required from conception all the way unto death. Fear not of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. It means that the devil will put you in a very tight corner. A place where you call your father, your father does not respond. You call your mother, your mother does not respond. You call your pastor, your pastor's phone is busy. You call him, then he tells you that I can't talk right now. Can I have an amen? Then all of a sudden, you realize, but Bible says that Satan is devil is going to throw you into prison. Then he said that that you may be tried. Count it all joy when you fall into all types of trials and temptations. Bro, you will be tried. The day that you are tried, you must stand there and be faithful. Your faithfulness is unto God and not unto man. May it come to pass that the day I will appear before God, I will hear that thou good and faithful servant because I was faithful. Listen, it is not just so. Many people say, I want to do the work of God. I feel that I must go to Bible school. I want to do. You become a pastor at heart before you go. The school is just an addition. If you cannot be faithful with the little ministry that God has given to you, the little ushering, the little cleaning up of the church, you cannot be faithful to forget about being a pastor. Because no man taketh this upon himself except God places it on you. And God is not finding you worthy because you are not faithful in little. Can I have an amen? Go back to Revelations. This is just a review of last week's message. Hallelujah. But listen, it said that you'll be tried and you shall have tribulations for 10 days. But thou be what? Be thou faithful unto death. Faithfulness is required of you unto death. When you are lying in the coffin and you knock and then you knock and you realize that there is nowhere you are going. That is where faithfulness ends. When you are lying in the coffin. Then you yourself, you are lying there. You knock. You realize that as someone there is no escape. No escape. No escape. You are dead. That is faithfulness it goes up unto death so if the lord has called me i must be faithful all the way to the end somebody say wow why small church we have come to here preaching about faithfulness faithfulness have i told you i'm not faithful (laughs) oh i know that's what you are thinking i have an answer for you tell somebody pastor has an answer for you you stop to be faithful when you die. As long as you are not dead, I demand that we become faithful. Amen. Bro, be faithful. Because when you seek God, when you are a good steward, then all things will be added unto you. Because the things that we are seeking after, it will all amount to nothing. But when we appear before him, it is our works that would follow us. Tell somebody sitting by you that my bro or my sister, I'm watching you closely. I'm watching you closely. Your faithfulness will end on your burial day. Can I have an amen? Are you still here? But you see, some people remain faithful. I, I just want to change things a bit. 
We talked about faithfulness is the same as loyalty. The opposite of loyalty is disloyalty. You know that nobody becomes disloyal overnight. Is there anybody who becomes disloyal overnight? On somebody's wedding day, no matter what Satan can do, anger can never enter their heart. Before they put the ring on your finger, the guy can say anything, the woman can do anything, until you say, I do, I do, I do. Anger has no place. But after that fact, then you open the door. So nobody becomes disloyal overnight. Disloyalty creeps in. And why should we be talking about the subject of loyalty in church? Even at our workplace, they, they employ people based on their work history. I know a brother who got a job as what? A DBA. They went to his village in Ghana to talk to the grandma to see that if this guy we entrust people's data into his hands, this guy can be faithful. They went all the way. They have never been there before. They were able to locate that village to talk to a grandma that they cannot understand. They paid an interpreter to go with them so they can know that this person is faithful. So loyalty is required in the church. Sister, you must be loyal. When you are loyal to the things of God, it's easy for you to be loyal at home. I'm telling you. When you are loyal in the house of the Lord, you cannot take care of, you, are, you cannot be a good caretaker of the things of God. You cannot be a good caretaker of your own life. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen? So disloyalty is the opposite of what? Loyalty. And I'm saying that people don't become disloyal overnight. And disloyalty is what can destroy the church. If the church of God should be destroyed, there is not going to be another church that is coming to destroy our church. You know that? If America will be destroyed, it is not people from what? South Korea, that is coming to destroy America. The destruction must come from within. I can never destroy your home. But I need to have an agent in your home to help me to weaken you. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Can I have an amen? That is what we call the fifth column. Loyalty is required because it's a required. A steward must be faithful. A steward, you must be faithful. A child of God must be faithful. This loyalty must be out of the picture. I should be faithful. If as I'm standing here, my bishop calls me and said, "I want you to go here." I should be able to get up and go and not begin to say, "Why is it? Why?" Listen, that is complaining. That is the very thing that the people of Israel did that they did not get to the promised land. For obedience is better than sacrifice. Some of us have become who we are just because we obeyed. We did not get a vision. Rev, did you get a vision to become a pastor? It's just a desire and then your obedience to God. Are you still here or you have gone home? It is a requirement. And 
loyalty helps us to fight the faith column. What do I mean by a faith column? Once upon a time, there was an army general who was about to go and fight a city. The city had strong walls. Fortified walls. Nobody goes in, nobody comes out. Had all his battalions surrounding the wall. And one of the soldiers asked him that, how do you intend to go in and to conquer these people? Because as, what we know is that this war, nobody goes in or nobody comes out. He looked at him and he smiled. He said, I have a fifth column inside. So what is a fifth column? Fifth column are those who are with us physically, but are not with us on the other side. You bowed mouth the church. You bout man, you talk about your pastor. You talk about your leaders. It is your home that people gather to have, you know, to digest and chew the leaders of the church. That is a disloyal spirit. Satan was disloyal. That's why he was cast out. If you are disloyal, one that breaks the church. Bible says that cursed is he who destroyed that which he builded himself. I'm not saying it. The Bible says it. Say, Pastor, take your time. I feel somebody say, Pastor, take your time. I will not take my time. It is a, an important subject. I'm not taking my time. Hallelujah. The fifth column. The people that are inside, they are inside. They come to the meeting. And as one time when we we're starting the church, we we're supposed to do something. And everybody said, Oh, let's meet Saturday to come and do the thing. Then one lady stood up and said that, Oh, I think we should try next week. Everybody who said yes, say yes, let's go next week. Yeah. I was like, oh, everybody wanted to do this thing. I mean, we have to do it. Then somebody makes sometimes it is better for you to shut your mouth. Sometimes it is better. For the sake of the weaker ones, sometimes it is just better. Because the fifth column, that which is inside, that is what destroys the church. The person who can do me evil the most is my wife, not you. Because when I sleep and I'm snoring, she's the one that looks at me and says, you, I love you just the way you are. Can I have an Amen. But the person that is walking outside, no matter what you say, you can insult me, you can say all sorts of things. As you are pointing hands at me, you are pointing the rest of it towards you. But you have no idea. Are you still here? Or you have gone home? So I want to talk about stages of disloyalty. Going to give us seven stages of disloyalty. I'm preaching from my father's book, Loyalty and Disloyalty. I, 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 I thought you knew. By now, if I, I, I'm preaching for, you should know what, where I'm preaching from. Loyalty, disloyalty. Bishop Dagger Ward Mills. Our father, our prophet. Are you still here? Stages of disloyalty. The first stage of disloyalty is what we call the independent spirit. Espiritus independiente. Spanish. Independent spirit. We have been made to be sheep. 
Come, let us bow down and worship before the Lord our God, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pastures and the sheep of his hands and the sheep. You are a sheep. Have you ever seen a shepherd going and sheep are following the shepherd before? How many of us have seen it in a movie or something? A shepherd goes, sheep follow. Have you ever seen a shepherd going and 24 snakes following before? Sheep are the most people that need direction. As soon as you become like a snake... You see, a snake has an independent spirit. You will never see a group of snakes in one hole. It's always one. So as we are here, if you say snake, the, the, the snake is by themselves. It's not like they have an army around waiting for you. If we saw a snake here, that snake is alone. That snake will be killed. There are no other mama snake, papa snake hiding there waiting for the attack so that they will come to the rescue. Independent spirit, a spiritus independiente. When you become independent, an independent person is that. Oh, we are having a prayer meeting at this time. But say me, I always pray by myself, so I'm not going. The church is fasting every Wednesday. We must fast. Since my mother gave birth to me, I fast on Tuesdays. If you are part of the church, you are a sheep. You cannot be a snake. It's unfortunate. Because we are the sheep of his pastures. A sheep needs guidance. A sheep needs to be told what to do. A sheep, if you come to the point that you cannot be told what to do, it's a disloyal spirit. Those of us who have children, when you talk to your child and your your child talks back to you, you feel like spanking the demon out of their face. How many of us have felt that before? Say, hey, Pastor, we are in America. You can't spank. I brought forth the child. I will beat the devil out of you and put Jesus Christ there. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? You spare the rod, you spoil the child. My wife has a way of. She won't talk. She has a, a certain kind of look. That look is, even has effect on me. Yeah. She won't say anything. She will give you some look like that. You see that? The children, they go like this. It's like this look. Something. I struck the wrong chord. Do not be independent. Do not have a mind of your own. Hey, Pastor, I'm here, but God has made me. I'm unique. Listen. You can stay unique. But when it comes to the body of Christ, the Bible says that we are one. We must think the same. We must do the same thing. We don't come to church and say one thing and when we go out there, we say another. We all believe in Jesus Christ. If anything, we all want to go to heaven. You think I'm just preaching? I want to go to heaven. I cannot have an independent spirit. Spiritus independiente. Be dependable. Apostle General, be dependable. If you told your leader, 
Some of us, when you tell somebody that, I'll be right back, it means that the following week. Are you still here or you have gone home? I say, are you still here or you have gone home? Spirit of independence is something that causes the church to fall. Do not be independent. Be part of what God is doing. Put your hands to the plow. Do the work of God. Are you still here or you have gone home? Do the work of God. May the Lord help us. Stage number two. Do I still have time? Wow. Can I preach? Ah, the spirit of independence. That was the same thing that happened to Judas. Remember? Bible says Jesus Christ prayed all night and he chose 12. Hey, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. He prayed all night then he chose 12. Don't you think that everybody that Jesus Christ chose, he made a careful choice. Maybe if me and you were there, we would not have been chosen. How many of us think that you would have been chosen? Maybe not. But he chose Judas and gave control of his money to him. How come? He had an independent spirit. He wanted to do something of his own. The woman with alabaster box washes Jesus' feet. He feels that it's a waste when everybody saw that he was preparing him for his burial. An independent spirit is something that can get us. Can I have an amen? amen. Write the scriptures down. We'll move on. Second Samuel chapter 3. Mm. My God. Second Samuel chapter 3, 20 to 21. And Second Samuel 3, 26 to 27. Talks about Abner, who was an associate pastor to David. He had a mind of his own. Whatever David said, he was doing something different. When we have independent spirit, we are not able to do the work of God. Can I have an amen? amen. Tap the person sitting by you. Tell them, I hope you are sheep. And you are not a snake. Hallelujah. Number two. Let's move on quickly. You know the book. I, the book is there. So The second stage is the stage of offense. How many of us have been offended before? How many of us have been offended by their pastors before? How many of you are, have offended before? Only six people. Even my message that I'm preaching is offensive to you. If you would admit but if the message does not change us, then you did not come to church. Sometimes I'm preaching a message to you, but me too, I have my portion. Because if it is the word of God, then the word of God must also prick me. It must affect my life. The word of God is like a mirror. It must reflect my life. The word of God is like a hammer. It must also take away, break everything. The word of God is also like a knife. It must cut away. Hallelujah. Don't be independent. Don't be independent. Where I come from, Ghana, they wanted to be independent. 60 years. Kwame Nkrumah said that we have the right to manage or mismanage our affairs. And since then, we have mismanaged our affairs up until now. 
independent if it's not sought after in the right way. I became independent because I was sent to come and start the church. I was sent. It matters who has sent you. But you got up one day and said, I feel I've heard the voice of God. When did the Lord talk to you? And it happened when you were offended. Your happiest day to leave to go and start your, your, your that should be the, the happiest day is the day you leave that the Lord has called me to go and do something, not when you are offended. Second stage, the spirit of offense. Bible says that offenses will come, but woe to him through whom offenses come. If somebody is offended in a game, the game does not come to an end because faithfulness, it is up unto death. Because Satan will try you. Some of you, your heart will be broken. But you don't take your life after your heart is broken. You keep on living. Can I have an amen? When your heart is broken, you keep on living. If you have a car accident, God forbid, you don't quit driving. You keep on driving. How many of us have had accidents before? Ah, we are still driving. Because he thought he was going to discourage us. But we even had a newer car. And now we can step on the gas even the more with the Holy Ghost. Can I have an amen? amen? Matthew chapter 24 verse 10. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another. And shall hate one another. When offenses come, the next thing is betrayal. When offenses come, you betray. When you are offended by a leader, the next thing that you think, people will go through coup d'etat. Just a simple offense. You want to destroy. Never desire to destroy your head. Because the thing it flows from the head down. If you cut off your head, you can't see, you can't taste. You can't hear. You are good for nothing. Don't undermine. At your job place. I mean you want to take somebody's position so bad. That the things that you say because of little offense. Tell the person sitting by you be a Christian. Hallelujah. Offenses will come. But my brother, my sister, do not be the one that betrays. Be the one that, the Bible says that, pray for your enemies. Somebody says, Pastor, listen, the thing that she has done to me, I cannot pray. Our bishop has a small book, Forgiveness Made Easy. How does that book work? The Lord's Prayer. You go to the Lord's Prayer, there's a portion, you are praying for the person, Father, forgive Sister Kiki as I forgive, so forgive me my sins, as I forgive Sister Kiki her sins. If you're able to put Sister Kiki's name there and not feel anything, but open heart, it means you are forgiven. The pastor, I can forgive, but I cannot forget. You better start forgetting. Because whatever you have done, if God should count, the Bible says that it's not because that the ears of God, they are too dull, or his son too short to save us, but it is our iniquities. But yet again, he does not hold our iniquities against us. If God should hold our iniquities, some of us will not deserve to be ministers. I told you I smoke purple leaves. The highest level of we. I've smoked it before. Nice man like that. 
And when we went to church, pastor said we can smoke. That's not what I'm saying. In my past, but my past cannot control my future. Can I have an amen? One brother, he used to be wild in the, on the university campus. Then he became a pastor. One day they were going to a conference. He had his nickname was a genitalia. One of those ones. That was him. Like that, that was him. Like when they see him and they mention it in the local dialect, it's too powerful. So in the meeting, some of his boys' boys saw him. They were about to mention it, and the guy went and said, I beg, I beg, I'm a pastor. Because he could not afford to see his church members hearing that Asomoa, our pastor, that is his guy name. Imagine one of our pastors. He used to, you know, we used to have like something we call like Jama. What is the English version of Jama? It's like when we are, they, they go out, then they will be singing songs. I don't know how it's like. What? Cheering squad. You know, like the way the cheerleaders, they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there is a song. So this brother, he changed all the gospel songs to profanity, like profane words. I mean, serious profane words. When he became a pastor, he would be standing there. The pastor is standing there and the people are saying, Oh God, I'll help in ages past. All he's thinking about the profane words he has put in the song. He could never worship. But listen, the devil wanted to use that to cripple him. Until he gave up everything and allowed Christ to enter. He's a builder of many churches in our united denomination. Yeah, he himself said it. So don't let your past, don't let offenses in the, some of us, we cannot flow in the church anymore because you have been offended by the pastor. If this is the place God has for you, pray that the offenses may go out of your heart. Can I have an amen? Number three is passivities. Tell somebody. So what is number one? What is number one? Independent spirit. Number two is what? Offenses. They will come. Number three is what? Passivity. To be passive. Hmm. Somebody say hmm. When you become passive, this is your saying. I don't want to do anything or say anything about anything anymore. Try and say it with me. I don't want to say anything about anything anymore. One more time. I don't want to say anything about anything anymore. How many of us have felt that before? Me too have felt. You think me too have no? Me too have felt to leave the church before. I don't want to say anything about anything anymore. You become passive. The person that used to be all here. Now when things are going on in the church, they are down here. You are about to die. Quicken yourself. Can I have an amen? amen. Passivity. You become passive. Somebody asks for your opinion. Say, whatever you think. If the person did not need, knew what he was thinking, I already know what I'm thinking, but I'm asking for your opinion. You ask your wife something and you say that, ah, it's all on you. 
How do you feel? You don't want to say anything about Some of us, we need to begin to open our mouth to talk. Talk to that husband. Talk to that wife. They want to hear your voice. It is not okay to be passive and to be walking around. All that is going to happen is that when things begin to grow, you come to the point you will be cut off. Lucifer, he was cut off upon the stages of rebellion. Are you still here or you have gone home? Jeremiah chapter 48 verse 10. Cares be he that what? Doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully and cares be he that keepeth back his sword from the blood. You used to be active in the church of God. The very same person who said, oh pastor, when you preach, myself comes. You are the very person that now, even when the pastor is preaching, you feel like walking out. You have become passive. And it's a stage. You first of all started from independence. Then you became what? Offended. Then when you became offended, you became passive. When I'm in the house and my spouse becomes passive, I take it as a personal duty to find out what I did wrong. Do not ignore such things. Because you can help that person to be saved. Bro, anytime you realize that the soup, there's either too much salt or too much pepper, ask yourself, what did I do wrong? Somebody is trying to pepper you or salt you. Can I have an amen? Somebody is trying to pepper you. But Bible says, do not take your hand from the way. The way that you have started. Finish what you have started. Finish what you have started. Finish what you have started. Because it's God who has given you that opportunity. You are not in that position because you are good. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment. This is the whole duty of man. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 30. My whole duty is to fear God. How do I fear God? To serve him and to obey his commandments. Is somebody still here? Absalom was offended when Abner slept with his sister. Bible says that for two years, he neither said anything good or bad. He didn't say anything good or bad. In 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 22, he didn't say anything good or bad. The person was around, didn't say anything good. For two years, then he decided to organize a party. If you have not talked to me for two years and then you invite me to a party, I am not coming. <laughs> you have a roommate who is not talking to you for about three or four weeks. They make a soup, they say, oh sister, come and enjoy the soup. You should not eat the soup. Because I've seen some in the Bible. After the party, they were all marrying and then they were all eating and everybody was drunk. He killed him. He killed him. Cain killed his brother Abel because he was offended that his offering was not acceptable to the Lord. And the Lord told him that if you had done right, don't get offended. 
Simply because they did not. You see, the reward of hard work is more work. It's like if you want something, Auntie Fosti, I'm always counting on Auntie Fosti. I'm calling her. Any job, I call her because when I give her a job, she does it. I will not call you because as soon as the phone comes, you pick up and say, Pastor, oh, Pastor, you know, I'm in class, so I'll call you back. I needed the work done now. If your parents call you, your sisters, your, your mother calls, every time your mother calls you, you come with a certain face. The one that is happy that they have been called by their mother, they will be called the more. Oh, it's a good place to say amen. amen. Absalom spake unto his brother Amnon, neither good nor bad. For Absalom what? Hated what? Amnon. He hated him. To the point that after the party, he smote the guy and he killed him. He killed him. Hallelujah. When you become passive, you can become a murderer. You can destroy the thing that you used to enjoy. Don't be like that. Number four. Critical stage. First is what? Independence. Second is offense. Third is what? Passivity. Fourth is critical. When you become critical, eh? Eh? Why is it that he shouts when he's preaching? The same shout that brought Misha to you is that same shout you are criticizing now. Eh? He, he spits in the mic when he's preaching. Have you ever seen me spitting in the mic before? Come and smell I don't like he feels full of himself when he preaches the way he moves that he feels full of himself should i be empty of myself i'm supposed to fail you so i have to be full for it to overflow to you stop being critical i am a man before i became of god so if i say something then it offends you it's, i'm sorry but it doesn't change that i'm preaching the word of god Do not be critical. Do not be critical. You have, a, you have a, like a telescope. You are looking closely what is happening. What is happening. I mean, we are all human beings. We are men before we became of God. Because one of the things I fear the most is not to do what God has told me to do. I'm not here to preach messages that makes you feel good. Hey, receive it. Three keys to prosperity. I'm talking about disloyal spirits. That is how the church of God will be purified. That is why the devil can be taken out of the church. This loyalty is a devil. It's a demon. We are killing it from today. I say we are killing it from today. I say we are killing it from today. You must, you must fight against this loyalty in the church. You must fight against it. I've told you the day I will come and I say that the church's name has changed from Google, uh, uh, Kodesh Family Church to Google Gov International. Every guy, remove your belt. Say, this pastor, you have become cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Chase me out of the church. Appoint a new pastor. I believe in loyalty. I believe in loyalty. I'm loyal to my father who sent me. I'm loyal. I told you, ministry is at heart, oh. You don't know what is in my heart. You don't know. When I'm not here, you don't know what my heart, my heart, the thing is in the heart. I just don't do things on the surface. It is in my heart. You can take me, put me in the desert. What is in my heart will come out. 
Tell somebody, don't be critical. Tell them, don't be critical. Can I finish? Let me finish. What time is it? Let me finish. Okay, yeah. It's working. Is it working? Go and find a book and read. Loyalty and... Nana, do we have copies in the bookshop? Yeah, it's right here. Yeah. See, our father has loyalty series. This one is loyalty and disloyalty. This is what I'm preaching from. This is those who accuse you. Another spirit of disloyalty. Those who accuse you. Then we have those who are dangerous sons. Dangerous sons. Then we have another one. Those who are, are ignorant. You know, ignorant can make you disloyal. Then we have another one. Those who forget. When you, you are somebody who forgets, you forget what the church has done for you. You forget that the church, somebody is praying for you. Listen, some of us, it's because we are under discovering. That is why things are working well for you. Those who forget. Hallelujah. If you have somebody who is forgetting in your house, buy one of these books and give it to them. Those who pretend, pretenders. How many pretenders are in the house of the Lord? Those who pretend. When we see you, we smile. When we are out of here, something we say about you. Oh, I know you. I say, I know you. And the Lord is exposing you by the series of loyalty. The next one is those who leave you. Wives will leave husbands just like that. When he's on a sick bed, you leave him. You are going to find a sugar daddy. Can I have an amen? They leave you. I've had many people come to the church and they say, you know, pastor, you know, this church, eh, it, it makes me, I mean, I, I've never seen any pastor like that. I've never heard music like that. As soon as you begin to do, I, I know you are on page 57 in the loyalty and disloyalty book. I know you before. Listen, I recommend that book to you. Demons, I remember when we were in the other church, I preached about loyalty and disloyalty. About five, six members came to me. They told me that the, the Lord has told me to leave the church. We are going to another church. I prayed for them and I released them. It's better to have a church that is full of people who are loyal than to have a lot of people who are not loyal. If after this message you decide to leave the church, I bless you. I bless you. But as you walk out, five people will come and replace you. I believe it. Because then a curse comes upon the church when we are not doing things out of our heart, but we are doing the thing and we are grumbling. No grumbling, complaining in the house of the Lord. No more. Tell somebody no more. Tell them no more. Tell them no more. Miriam and Aaron became critical of Moses. They said, are you the only one that the Lord talks to? We too, the Lord talks to them. But God said, share. Moses, I talk to him face to face. But anyone who sees, you cannot see the face of God and live. But as for Moses, I talk him. How dare you rise up and say that, you know, Miriam became leprous. But thank God for his grace. Fear man of God. Aaron was a man of God. As a result of that, God showed him mercy. God will not wash my dirty linen in front of you. God will show me mercy. Believe in the anointing that is in the house. Miriam became leprous. She became leprous. But Aaron was spared. May you be spared. I say may you be spared. He said, and they said, had the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses, has he not spoken also by us? 
And the Lord heard it. Somebody say, the Lord heard it. Whatever you say about your pastor and your pastor's wife and your pastor's children, the Lord heard it. The next verse. Now, the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. Next verse. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam. Come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they, and they three came out. You see, when you go on and at the end of the day, it was the same Moses who went to plead with God that Miriam will be cleansed. Are you still here? The very thing that you criticize, it is the key God has for you to get to your next level. Believe it. Some of you, your success is linked to my ministry. Believe it. I'm not saying that I am something. But if the Lord brought you to this house and the Lord has shown me mercy to make me the head over you, then God has something for this head to come down on the body. Stage number five. So first is what? Independence. Second is I want you to preach with me. First is what? Independence. Second is what? Offense. Third is what? Passive. Then you become critical. When you become passive, when the people are singing, is that, ah, is this a song? The person is trying, there was a, ah, what did it, what did it, are they singing in Q or Z? Meanwhile, you cry, you don't know what is F. When you become critical, you begin to mark people. But Bible says that first, take that which is on your eyes. So that you can see somebody clearly. Hallelujah. The next stage is political stage. How many of us love politics? What do you do in politics? You begin to get support. You begin to get support. You call the person. Don't you see that, you know, this pastor is... They say, oh yeah. Then another, don't you see that? Then you get it. Then all you see that you have a political party against then all of a sudden, when you go, yeah, 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 well, 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 what you don't know is that they are leading you to your grave. When you become political and you solicit people, it comes to the point when Satan or Lucifer became rebellious, Bible says that a third of the angels above went with him. They were part of his political party. Do not follow anybody who is disloyal and leaving the church them go by themselves. Do not follow anybody that they are offended and when they speak you realize, see, you must you must have antennas for when somebody speaks, give them that kind of eye. You go to my wife, she will show you. Give them the eye, they see that no. As I'm becoming disloyal. Ask her, she will show you. If you can't do it, it's your fault. But she will show you. You become political. Who is on your side? Satan. He fell. One third of the angels. Hey, you don't want to be in heaven, but you want to come down here on earth. We are trying to go there. You see, Bible says, the angels say when they look at us, 
I was listening to Pastor Benihim. He said that angels are created to worship. Angels, they are created. If an angel says, I'm not going to worship, you are cast out. But we, we are called to worship. When you are called, you must respond. If God calls you to worship, you must say that, yes, Lord, I want to worship. But you can, you, you, you have to. So we are what? Called to what? To, to serve. Political stage. Hallelujah. Political stage. Don't let them come to your house. That is the place where they discuss men of God. My bishop taught me one thing. It's better for you to watch Animal Kingdom than to watch a minister on TV. What they are doing you don't like than to sit down and to criticize them. Bible says that touch not my anointed. Whether they are fake or they are true, they are anointed of God to do what, whatever they are doing, whether good or bad. But do not be the one that would point hands at them because you never know. Maybe they are in error. Moses had his weakness. But Aaron and Miriam, when they lifted up their voice, so they, they saw him when he, they were growing up. They used to see him and then all those things that as he was walking around, they saw his barefoot on the desert floor and all those things. That is why they were able to rise up to criticize him. But what happened when all was said and done is the fact that they faced the consequences of God, but not Moses himself. Can I have an amen? amen. Let me try and finish. 2 Samuel chapter 15 verse 3. 2 Samuel chapter 15 verse 6 will support what we just talked about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. Can I have hallelujah? Number six. Number six is deception. After independence, you become offended, you become passive, you become what? Critical. When you become critical, you become political. Then you are deceived. You are deceived to think that you are better than the head. I can preach better than he. I can sing better than him. I can do this better than this person. You are deceived. There is always somebody, I'm telling you, if the day I decide not to preach anymore, there are better preachers sitting in this congregation. I am afraid of the day you would come and replace me. That's why I'm working hard to please my God. Did you hear that? I am afraid of the day you will come and replace me because if I say I'm not going to do it, it no matter, there are five people who are already waiting for your job. Do you know that? There are five people who are waiting for your job. That husband that you have been peppering, there are 99 women who would like him. And then you, you are fortunate and you are messing up. <laughs> I tell you, God is merciful, power. You were chosen. But after you were chosen, now you've become some way. Lord have mercy. Deception. Somebody say deception. You are deceived. May God deliver us from every form of deception. Right now the word of God is not having impact in the world anymore. Do you realize that nowadays when you read the Bible it doesn't, it doesn't tickle you. It used to be that when you open the Bible every word makes you feel closer. But right now you can, you can read the same verse. 20 times and you ask yourself, what did I just read? The devil has brought that spirit of passivity and deception for you to think that 
Let me just read, not meditate on it, not even get deeper. It's like the word of God has no impact. Can I have an amen? But God will help us. Tell somebody 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 God will help us. Because a servant is not greater than his master. A servant is never greater than his master. Do not be deceived. God has called a man to do his work. A line. Jesus Christ said that I am building my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. Jesus said he's building his church. If I were you, I would join his laborers. I will not join Pharaoh's laborers, but I will join the laborers in the house of God. Can I have an amen? John 13, 16, Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 14. The book is there. You can look at it. And then finally, somebody say finally. finally. I'm trying to end. Finally, finally, open rebellion. Somebody say open rebellion. So you started, from, you started from spirit of independence. Then you went to offense. Then you became passive. Then from passive, you became critical. Then from critical, you became what? What? Political. Then after political, you became what? Deceived. Every political party leader believed that they would win. But only one person wins. Even when, the last election that happened in Ghana, the one who was going to lose, when he comes out, he said, I'm in a comfortable lead. I'm in a comfortable lead. They knew they were losing, but they were in a comfortable lead. Every political leader feels that they are in a comfortable lead. Hallelujah! An open rebellion. When somebody goes through all the stages of disloyalty, the open rebellion is. What Bishop said that one of his associate pastors, he was just crying to Correa. He got up and said that you are not God. Are you God? Then he walked out. Open rebellion. A child who begins to talk anyhow. You are a girl. You got some two pointing things here. And a little behind, you are talking to your mom anyhow because you are taller than your mom. Immediately you become a mother, your mother upgrades to a grandmother. When you come to a grandmother, your mother upgrades to great-grandmother. Your mother is not your equal. Your father is not your equal. Open rebellion will cause you to die. You are never your pastor's equal. You are not. Don't even think it. And I'm not full of myself. It is the word of God. When you upgrade to become a pastor, I will become a bishop. Because I'll have many churches. By the time you form your first church, I'm forming my 20th church. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Because there is a call upon my life. This year we are planting two churches. I've told you This year we are planting two churches. That makes it five churches from here. This year. We, have, we are not even counting the French church. Because just two weeks ago, we started a French congregation. Yeah, it's happening. The same grace that is upon my father, who has planted 3,000 churches and over. What my father is doing, he commissioned me to come. And every time I hold this book to preach, something comes over me. And I believe it. It matters who has sent me. Rebellion. Rebellion. Lucifer did this in Revelation chapter 12 and the verse 7. He rebelled. He began to create war 
those of you who create war in the church, be very careful. When the pastor says something, then you twist it and you begin to use it to your advantage. Be very careful. It happened to Lucifer. Absalom, in 2 Samuel 16, 11, Absalom fought against his father. He fought against David. He fought against him until he was finished. Hallelujah. I used to, Judas betrayed Jesus Christ. What was his end? When you become openly rebellious, your end is death. So don't keep on that part of disloyalty. But it is required in a steward that a man be found faithful. Somebody put your hands together and rise to them. I recommend the book. Loyalty and oh, stop this loyalty, Father. We pray, oh God, deliver us and deliver your church, Father. We pray against the spirit of this loyalty in this congregation. May any man, any woman, any boy, any girl, any child, oh God, that would rise up, oh God, to go contrary to your word, my God, save them, Lord, save them from perishing and save them from losing, my God, their lives. We pray that, oh God, you will teach us to be humble and to be faithful to you. Look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Oh Lord, make me your With every eyes closed, every eyes closed. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Belrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky, this and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.